down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Oh, you! As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm so wasted! Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, oh my god. I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Bowling, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! All right. All right. Looks like we have started streaming, and that's a good thing, because I'm actually excited to do this movie. I've actually been working on uh, getting this one done for a while, and uh, it just so happens that this movie was released just on September 15th of uh, 1995. So this is going to be a good movie. I am David Richardson. This is Hollywood Hangout, and we are talking Hackers. That's right, 1995's Hackers. Here we go. Let's go ahead and pop that bad boy up there. And uh, there we go, Hackers from 1995. Great movie, great cast. Um, a little... A little weird on the cyberpunk side, but uh, <laughs> but definitely a really good movie, and I'm actually excited to talk about this. Once again, I'm not going to do the whole scene by scene and this and that. I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I'm actually enjoying the way I'm doing it now. Trust me, there's not one part of this movie I would not like to play for all of you. Seriously, I absolutely adore and love this movie. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched this movie um, to be honest with you, but uh, this movie is just one of the greater uh, movies that I've seen out there. Now, this movie wasn't exactly a uh, blockbuster when it came to uh, the movie theaters. Really, it only did 7.6 million, um, and really 
critics did not like this movie, which in my opinion, that should make you like it more when critics don't like it. That means you should like it. Um, here's some comparison for you. The Net with Sandra Bullock came out the same year, 50.7 million gross. Um, so there's a little thing right there. Now, just remember, though, Hackers, even you know, 20 some odd years later, this movie is still talked about, still talked about, still known as a cult classic and still just a great fucking movie to watch. It still holds up. I watched it last night and I watched it again today. I mean, not just because I'm talking about it, but it's a great movie. So I um, did go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and give you guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and of course, like I usually do, uh, we'll start with the actors and um, then we'll go ahead and go from there a little bit. But uh, first thing I want to do is I do want to get to the actors. Um, and uh, we will definitely talk about them. And while I'm getting the actors pulled up, everybody, why don't you guys check out uh, Teddy Grams and Anthony over there on the Weekly Detour. Go ahead and jump on Spotify. Check those guys out over there. And, of course, you got the high marks. You can check them out on YouTube also. Uh, just go to Metal Mitt Podcast Network, and they're all right over there. So we're going to get to some of the stuff right now with the actors. Um, the first, I, I'm going to do a twofer on this one i'm gonna get you a two for one on this one kind of i'm gonna pull up uh this one right here this is angelina jolie and johnny uh, uh johnny lee murphy uh, i believe is his name uh johnny lee miller excuse me um now johnny lee miller let's start right there with johnny lee miller he is actually uh in, in, from England. He was actually in the movie Train Spotting. I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but he was in Train Spotting also. Um, done a little bit more. His. Um, for some reason, there's doing fireworks outside my house. I apologize for that. <laughs> I hope that's fireworks and not a bazooka. Um, anyway, uh, excuse me. Oh, my poor daughter is freaking out right now, folks. Oh, that was loud. I hope they're not going to do that all night. They do that every now and then. Um, Johnny Lee Miller is the uh, grandson of Bernard Lee. Bernard Lee played M in a lot of those old school Bond movies. Um, and I'm talking like the Roger Moore, Sean Connery, like those old school Bond movies. Um, that was his grandfather, but, uh, Johnny Lee is known for a lot, a lot of things. He was actually recently in the, um, uh, what do you call that? Elementary. He was just in that show elementary. He's right now in the crown. Um, he's been in a lot of things. Uh, even the second train spotting T2 train spotting, um, but he's done a lot of things done, even lent his voice to a few things. Um, and Angelina Jolie, I mean, my gosh, <laughs> what can I even say about Angelina Jolie? Absolute beauty, a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Um, I would say one of the movies I love that she's in is the one with Denzel Washington. Um, Jesus, what is it? What is that movie she's in? I'll find it while I'm going down here anyway. But she's been on, obviously, a ton of stuff. The Bone Collector, that's the one I was thinking of. Gone in 60 Seconds, she was Lara Croft in Lara Croft Tomb Raider, and she's done a ton of stuff too. Now, you might be asking, why would he bring up these two pictures together? Why? 
Why, why, why? Well, there is a reason I brought these two pictures up together. Just after this film was made, they got married about six months later. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously met on the set of this movie. They were both new to Hollywood at the time. Obviously, both would become very famous. Um, but they were both pretty new to Hollywood at the time. And just kind of, you know, in the next year, 1996, um, they were married. That was it. Um, there were some pretty weird things rumored by the New York Times that uh, black rubber pants and a white shirt with the groom's name written in her blood is what she wore. Um, but who knows? She's always been a little weird. Her and Billy Bob had a little weird relationship too, Billy Bob Thornton. They did get divorced though in 1999, but uh, off of this movie, they uh, they did end up being married. For um, well, ninety-five, about four years. About four years they were married for at the time. So we can talk a little bit though about these two. Now, although they were basically playing high school students, um, all the kids in this movie. Now, what we can go ahead and go through the rest of the cast while we're doing this. Um, but Angelina Jolie, I'll tell you a few things real quick. She played Kate Libby in this movie. Um, uh, Johnny played Dade Murphy. Kate Libby. Um, or actually Angelina Jolie, um, basically says that this movie is kind of what typecast her into a tough woman with guns. Uh, the kind who wear no bra and a little tank top. Not so sure if that's really what the this part of the movie was about. It really wasn't, that really wasn't what, what was going on in this movie, to be honest with you. There were not many guns the only gun i think she held in the whole movie was a flare gun um but that was about it but uh there you go right there we've got these two once again we're married for a little while and angelina jolie one more little thing about her um obviously she plays kate libby acid burn and she's a hacker she just happens to be really hot um and now Catherine Heigl was actually offered this role first and ended up doing Under Siege 2. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That was another Steven Seagal movie, of course. Liv Tyler, Hilary Swank, Heather Graham all uh, were basically you know, in the role for this movie, yet it was uh, Angelina Jolie that ended up uh, taking the movie. So I think it was really good. I think she actually had a great look for this movie. When you kind of go in and they talk about the other girls that were ready to do this movie, you kind of, mm, I don't know. Angelina Jolie just really had a great look for this movie. Um, I mean, she had that kind of, she had that cyberpunk beauty look. All the other girls, I think, would have ended up looking more goth or uh, something like that. So I think they made a great choice with... Um, with her in this uh, in this role and him uh, Johnny Lee Miller too I really think they made a great choice with him too I think the whole cast all in all was very well done um, for this movie but uh, next up we're going to talk about uh, character who played Joey this is um, uh, Jesse Bradford so we got Jesse Bradford right here let me get rid of these two Jesse Bradford um, definitely uh, known for a few things bring it on Swim fan, 
presumed innocent, innocent with Harrison Ford. Done about 55 things. He was recently, uh, did an ep- one episode of the Magnum P.I. series, but he was in Shooter, the um, the television series that came out. It started off on Netflix, then it came over. So, you know, he he, he did do 17 episodes of that, and uh, he played Harris Downey. Um, so then we're going to keep going a little bit. Not going to spend too much time on a lot of these people. Uh, then we're going to go, and we're going right to Matthew Lillard. I mean, huh. <laughs> You guys want to talk about some range. He plays serial killer in this movie. Um, <laughs> a, a a great, great character, I think, in this movie. Um, now, serial is kind of a weird little thing now. Most likely, serial is kind of paying homage to John Draper. Not, not that John Draper. Uh... John Draper was a basically a computer programmer who used the alias Captain Crunch. Um, more than just Captain Crunch, actually. He used uh, Captain Crunch, Crunch Man. He was a computer programmer, and he did phone freaking. Now, phone freaking is in this movie, and um, we what the hell? We can just talk about it right now. There's a part in the movie where uh, Joey... Uh, not Joey, but um, Freak, which we'll get to in a minute. Actually, he's a couple down down on my list. Actually does this. He actually freaks the phone in two ways. First way is with uh, the recorder, where you record the tone of the coins going in the uh, payphone, and then you play the sound back. Actually worked. It was actually a workable hack back in those days. Um, and then... There was another one where he, where when Freak was in jail, he tapped the top of the old phone line and uh, got the operator to make another phone call. So that is phone freaking. That is one, uh, one of the things that uh, this guy was actually known for. Now, he, there's been some scandals with this guy in pretty much everywhere he's gone. I think he's just one of those absolute mad, brilliant guys. He was... Um, part of the Autodesk, which is a AutoCAD program. Um, and he's been, but I mean, he's had uh, in the, in work related job problems as just, you know, doing stupid stuff and stealing securities and exchange commission. Um, but he also in 2017 had a few, uh, little allegations of inappropriate sexual behavior. Uh, but anyway, that was way back in the day. And that's probably what that was, uh, paying homage to was uh, Captain Crunch right there. So there's that. And uh, did I have any more on him? I don't think I had any more on Serial. Um, no, that was about it on Serial right there by himself. I'll go ahead and talk a little more about Matthew Lillard, though, because man, now, sorry, my video froze here. I don't know why my video froze here, but uh, hopefully it pops back on. Give me one sec. Let me double check. Everything should be fine now. Let me see. Everything's back to being fine. Sorry about the video freezing, folks. It's, I don't know. I'm doing the best I can. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here. All right, let me get rid of a couple of these pictures, and we will uh, go right back to Matthew Lillard real quick, trying to keep my uh, the OBS a little trimmed down here. All right, right back to Matthew Lillard. Here we go. We got Matthew Lillard here. Yep, Shaggy. Yeah, Shaggy. Amazing. 
guy's really been in, in, in a lot of very, very, very good movies. He was an SLC punk back in the day. He's done all the Scooby-Doo's. Um, again, he's shaggy in all the Scooby-Doo's. But he was he, he did uh, nine episodes of Robot Chicken. Um, he even in the TV series he did the voices of a few of the on the Scooby Doo. Uh, Fifty two episodes of that. Fifty episodes of Good Girls. Bosch, which is a show I'm looking to, looking to watch. I've heard it's a very good cop show. Um, Y'all know I love me some cop shows. Don't worry, there's an NYPD blue tie in in this. Of course there is. But uh, Matthew Lillard's done a ton of things, been a voice in a ton of things, and just a really, 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 just seems like a really down-to-earth dude. Um, and I believe that's him in uh, 13 Ghosts, another movie that uh, was on my favorites list a while back. And um, no, it's not him, I get. No, yeah, that is him in 13 Ghosts. No, it's not. That's... that's um, not Matthew Lillard. I'm sorry, it's the other guy. I mix these guys up all the time. But he wasn't something Scooby-Doo and the curse of the 13th ghost. So it's close. It's very, very close. But uh, that is Matthew Lillard right there. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move along here. We're going to get right to Lawrence Mason, everybody. There he is right there, Lawrence Mason. Um, another one known for some pretty, pretty, pretty good... Good stuff out there. He was in Prison Break. He was in City of Lies, The Lincoln Lawyer, uh, The Blacklist. Was on a couple episodes of that, and done a lot of things. Now, this, of course, would be the NYPD Blue tie-in. He was actually in two episodes: one in 1997, one late in 2003. Um, so uh, he played two different characters. But uh, there's my little NYPD Blue tie-in. I got to do it, folks. It's just part of me. But uh, he was also in Homicide Life on the Street, another great show. New York Undercover, man, talking some great shows tonight. But he played Lord Nikon in this um, in this movie. Just another one of the hacker bunch that they all kind of uh, roll with in this movie. And then we've got Freak. That's right, the Phantom Freak. That is Renoli Santiago. Here he is right there for you guys. Um you guys might remember him from um, Dangerous Minds. He was Raul, the one that um, the one that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was actually you know took to dinner and everything, and paid some special attention to. He was in Con Air. He was in Daylight. Uh, great Stallone movie, not great, decent Stallone movie. Honestly, has not done a ton of things, but he's worked with some pretty big actors in uh, in some of these things. He's also done Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Um, but I mean, goes back to you know CBS School Break special, um, you know in 1995. So, you know, but uh, done some big things. But like I said, has worked with some very big actors when it comes to some of the movies he's done. Um, just not a ton of movies. Um, then we get to another, yeah, kind of the opposite of that. Fisher Stevens, folks. Uh, Fisher Stevens. Seen this guy in a few things. He might even look familiar to you guys from a little show called Friends. He was in an episode of Friends. Might have been two episodes. But I know it was at least one. I know he was in one episode of Friends. But has done so much more. Um, another just amazingly talented actor. Blacklist, he did 15 episodes. Uh, really kind of one of the last things he's done. Um, right there was that right there. 
the, the Blacklist show, but he was in Mario Brothers. He was in Short Circuit 2, Short Circuit, the, the first one. Definitely has been in some great things. He was in Sing 2, was one of the additional voices. Um, been on Law & Order SVU twice. Uh, different lawyer both times. No, one lawyer, one, one really bad guy. Was on the show Numbers. Doesn't surprise me. He's a, a very intelligent guy, but um, you know, in, obviously in real life. But um, excellent, excellent uh, actor here. Just can't say enough about him. But like I said, was definitely in a couple episodes of Friends. Now we also have Alberta Watson, uh, known for La Femme Nikita. Um, Nikita was the last thing she did back in 2012. We unfortunately lost her back in March 21st, 2015. Um, let me pull that picture up for you guys right here. There you go. That is her right there. Um, like I said, known for a few things. Um, Canadian actor, but, uh, actress, but, um, definitely been in a few, a few, uh, good movies. The Art of Woo, Chasing Kane, um, uh, a lot of TV movies and TV series she was in, um, but her acting career goes all the way back to the nineteen late seventies, early eighties. Um, Hill Street Blues, Murder in Space, Buck James. <laughs> if you remember that one, there's an old show. Um, but there you go with that. Now a couple guys that don't make huge. Um, these guys aren't really huge. When it comes to uh, what's going to, uh, what am I saying here? These guys aren't in the movie very much, but I did want to show them anyway. This is Darren Lee. Um, Darren Lee is uh, one of the actors in this movie. He plays, uh, there's two characters called Razor and Blade in this movie. Tell you there's not much really to know about this guy. He has not done that many movies. 13 credits to his name. Um, but... I mean, he was in Hackers. He was in Chicago. He was in the movie Sisters. Everyone says I love you. The guy's been in a good amount of movies. Um, and also, Peter Kim played one of the uh, one of uh, the other guys in this movie. We're going to get to him right now, actually. Here's Peter Kim. If you're looking at this picture on, on um, YouTube, you can actually see... I put the picture of him beside a book he wrote, The Hacker Playbook 2, Practical Guide to Penetration Testing. He actually writes these books to help cybersecurity. This is the second one, obviously. It says The Playbook 2. So this is the second you know, version of it. And um, that's pretty damn cool if you ask me. But um, there you go right there. Actually, I got one picture I got to load up of Razor and Blade because I want to show you what they looked like. Give me one second here. I don't know why I left it on the outside here, but here it is. Give me one second. We'll go right up to it. Okay, let me transition that photo over there. There we go. This is what Razor and Blade looked like in the movie. Uh, just a couple of like, just a couple of cyberpunks. Um, you know, Asian guys, just you know, the crazy hackers. They got a crazy room. They just got crazy music going on. But um, this is what these two guys looked like in this movie. Um, they were pretty cool, though. They, they definitely helped out um, 
Dade and all the guys throughout the throughout the movie. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and drop this picture off, and we're going to get to Lorraine Bracco. Now, this show has talked about Lorraine Bracco a few times. Um, Goodfellas. Lorraine Bracco from Goodfellas, folks. There she is right there. That's right. Karen from Goodfellas. That is who she played. We did a Goodfellas uh, review on this show, but she's been in more. She's been in the Basketball Diaries. She's been in The Sopranos. Um, she was the, uh, the the doctor in The Sopranos. Uh, she's actually in Pinocchio. She's the voice, the, the, this one, this year, that just came out right now. She's Sophia. She's the voice of Sophia. Um, she's been in Blue Bloods, Rosolian Isles. I mean, we could just keep going, 62 credits to her name, but probably most known for playing Karen in Goodfellas and also for Sopranos. She was in 71 episodes as that doctor, uh, Dr. Jennifer Melfi. So, mm. <sighs> sorry, folks, needed a drink there. So, but like I said, probably main no thing you would know her for would definitely be that. Now, we've got the FBI agent here. Got to have an FBI agent in these movies. And we do. We have Wendell, Wendell Pierce. I know not the best picture of Wendell. Best I could get on short notice. Um, done a few things. Been in a lot of HBO dramas. The Wire. Um, he was in The Money Pit. He was in the movie Selma. But uh, 110 to his name. He was in the Eureka series. My wife loves that show. Also was in 10 episodes of Chicago PD. He was uh, Alderman Ray Price. Wasn't a very good guy in that show. In that show. Was in 36 episodes of Suits as Robert Zane. This guy has definitely been in a lot of things, but started out doing a lot of HBO shows. Um, was even in the, uh, back in the 2013-14, uh, the Michael J. Fox show. He was in 22 episodes of that. So when he, you know, gets into a show, they... They definitely keep keep them around for a while. Now I got two more here. As far as actors, that's right, Mark Anthony. Yes, I need to know. I need to know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um, <laughs> I really didn't. But yes, Mark Anthony also in this movie doesn't have a very huge part in this movie. But uh, he's in it a little bit. He's one of the young uh, agents, uh, FBI. Uh, yeah, I would call them FBI agents. That's what they are in this movie. And then another person who's in this movie who has a medium part, not a huge part, is Penn Gillette. This is a newer picture of Penn Gillette. Obviously of Penn and Teller fame, magician, comedian. Been, he's actually been in a few movies. Uh, Pendulet. Now, Mark Anthony, I'll go real quick back to him, man, on Fire, Mask of Zorro. But he was the leader of the KOD and the substitute. That I will never forget. Uh, but he was. But he's been in a, a good amount of movies also. Um, Pendulet, though, been in a decent amount of movies himself. Most of them uh, his, but he was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He was the carnival, uh, carnival barker. Um, he's had some little parts in a few little movies, 71 credits actually, as far as an actor. Uh, but like I said, a few of those are going to be to himself, but he was in Sharknado three. Um, most recently, uh, actually he was in the Scooby-Doo movie too. He was a voice in that movie also with, uh, Matthew Lillard, 
Most recently, Young Sheldon, the TV series. Uh, he was in there as Penn. So, oh, himself. But uh, usually plays himself. So, there you go. He's in this movie a good amount also. So, what we can do... Now, I do have some clips that I'm going to play uh, in just a little while here. As we go through the movie and I start talking a little bit about it. But I've also got something I really wanted to share with you guys that I kind of fell into on the internet. Now, these are some behind-the-scenes Polaroids of the actors and actresses as they're going through just trying to figure out what would look best on camera, trying to figure out what, what you know how this was all going to work. So this is one of them. I have I got about 24 of these, actually. I'm just going to flip through them. I got them in a little slideshow for you. So... This, of course, is uh, Johnny Lee Miller, Dade Murphy, right there in the bathrobe. And you can see it says, slippers on, way in, I can't even read that, <laughs> off way out. But anyway, um, there's the first one right there. We go on here, and we've got this one. And you can see this is Kate or Angelina Jolie. This was the outfit she wore at the end of the movie when they went on their kind of date uh, it even says date night right there. So there you go with that one. Another one of that. It says pockets are approximately one and one quarter inch below the sash. So this was another picture they were kind of uh, just working with. It's amazing how they do this with just, I mean, like pockets. And you'll see how like detailed it gets as we keep going through these pictures. There you go. Black shoes. There you go. There's your phantom freak right there with his black shoes on and the old uh, leopard print, which this was the first outfit he was wearing in school uh, when they when, when they first um, when we first meet him. Then we go on another one of Kate or uh, Angelina Jolie, day 13. I don't know if that means that's how many pictures there were, but it says 128,129. That's a lot. That's a big number. Um, but there you go right there. And here's another one. A lot of pictures of Kate. I think the, the uh, Polaroid guy had a little crush. I'm not sure I blame him. Uh, there you go. I... This is the jacket she wore in the dream that uh, she had when she was uh, dreaming about Dade. Actually, Dade was dreaming about her. You also get a little left breast in there. Uncovered left breast of her. Here's a little one of just Dade. Just being kind of crazy, keeping on his jacket throughout the whole scene. Um, another one of Dade Murphy. How you like that beeper, folks? How you like that beeper? That pink beeper. This was uh, day 15, and they're showing the boots. You can't see the boots, though. There you go. Once again, the freak. This was at the party. This is what he was wearing. It says right there. Now, look. This is how detailed. No watch. No. Nope. No watch. Just as simple as something as a watch. Crazy. I think that's crazy. Here's cereal. Uh, this must be seen 61 and 62 by the 61 slash 60 or comma 62. Sorry, folks. I needed that. Another one of cereal. There he is right there. Long black boots. Uh, he Cereal was a crazy character in this movie, as you're seeing if you're on YouTube watching this. There's the long black boots for you. Rollerblades, too. As you see the rollerblades. This movie was big in a rollerblading. I'll get into that in just a little while here. 
Here's Lord Nikon. Day 20. 21. Slash. 20 and 21, I guess. Another one of Nikon here. Now, see, it says wrist guards, coat, and backpack. Whoever wrote these could not write. Out of shot on the floor on the phone booth. I don't see, I don't see a phone booth. And here you go right here. There is Peter Kim right there. And his shoes. And his gorgeous Skyline socks. The Skyline of New York City. Another one of Nikon, day 17, 18. Little pink jacket, and little shirt. And another one of uh, Serial. Now, if you remember this uh, movie or this scene, this is when they were just being brought in by the FBI. And he was outside disguised as he's screaming, Hack the planet. <laughs> Got the old New York hat on, hat and sunglasses added. And you can see on top of these, there's a lot of pictures of uh, of Angelina Jolie up top on the you know because these are just Polaroids that someone took pictures of. So here we go, another one of Joey right there. Keep going here, another one of the Freak, scene two fifty four. And this is Kate Libby. She's got the computer disc in her like tucked in her pants, and there's a pager on her left leg. I'm not sure if she was simulating that uh, she was under house arrest. I guess that would make some sense. So let's keep going with this, folks. I'm almost done here. This outfit, I don't remember her wearing. It's like a stormtrooper outfit almost, but my God. Scene 83, I don't remember her wearing this, but I guess she did. Oof. And another one of Dade Murphy and kind of like... Uh, like a zoot suit, uh, like a cyberpunk zoot suit, I would call this. Uh, he's got like zoot suit pants on, you know, the the, the 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 like gray and black stripes, and like a checkered shirt. Very weird, very weird. Another one of Dade Murphy, Johnny Lee Miller, scene fifty three, day six, and that's it, folks. That was it. But I wanted to share those with you guys. I thought it was pretty cool that they were on there, and um, just wanted to share those with you so all right now as you can see i'm right in right in the movie hackers as you can tell right behind me here i'm in the movie hackers <clears throat> pretty cool stuff in this movie like like i said it's all about obviously the movie is about hackers what they do is um one of them joey first of all they're all like nameless they're all trying to make a name for themselves they're all nameless they need a name and Joey accidentally, accidentally, when am I suddenly from New York? Joey accidentally goes in and hacks something big. And they don't know it until later in the movie. Not only did he hack something big, but Fisher Stevens had something hidden in a garbage file, which most people would think is just a useless file, which it pretty much should be kind of a useless file. But it's not, obviously, in this little situation here. So now what we're going to do here is now I'm going to keep going actually. So we go through there and once they find out it's a file, what's on the file, they also find out that Fisher Stevens character, the plague put in a virus and it was him because he was trying to cover up that he was embezzling from the company with him and Lorraine Bracco. We're both trying to cover up the whole thing. So we're going to go through. That wasn't my phone. Oh, my wife's phone's in here. So anyway, going to go through, like I said, I've got a few things that we're going to go ahead and get into as I kind of go through 
the um, some of the facts about the movie. I'm going to go right to the top here. Now, again, like I was saying a while back, they were playing high school students. Johnny Lee Miller was 23. Angelina Jolie was 20. Uh, Rinaldi Santiago Freak was 21. Lillard Serial was 24. The only one that fit the bill was Joey. Jesse Bradford was only 16 when he filmed this movie. Um, now, this was actually at filmed at a high school. It was um, filmed at Stuyvesant High School in Manhattan, one of the few elite exclusive schools for students gifted in math, science, and computers. And they, most of the students you saw were real students. Now, the pool is, there is a pool. <laughs> Those of you who've seen this movie completely understand where I'm going here. There is a pool. But it's not located on the, uh, on the roof. It's located on the first floor. Now, a few things they did, Jesse Lee Miller, oh, excuse me, and a few other of the uh, cast and characters and even some of the um, directors and a, a few others actually went to um, hacking conventions. Uh, the film's director and most of the cast members went to New York 2600 meeting, um, which was basically a monthly hangout for the local hackers, and they just observed and talked to the real hackers. Um, so there you go. But, uh, you know... Jesse Bradford was actually going to be Dade Murphy, believe it or not. But when the directors saw the two, um, they switched the parts and uh, eventually they did this whole thing. And um, another person that was actually up for that Dade Murphy role, uh, or a role, doesn't say Dade Murphy, but a role in the movie, was Edward Norton. How different would that have been if Edward Norton was in this movie? Very different, I would say. Now, at the beginning of this movie, there's an incident uh, where Dade, Dade is on trial, a very young Dade. Um, due to a virus that he released that crashed 1,507 computers, including Wall Street, this was actually similar to a real-life incident that happened in 1988. It actually did the same thing. It was known as the Robert Morris worm. And basically... It was more destructive than that. It was actually 2,000 computers. 6,000 Unix machines were infected. Damages between 100,000 to 10 million is what really happened. But anyway, let's go ahead. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get the first clip playing. If you'll give me just a sec, we'll go ahead and get those clips loaded up. Let me just get them playing here. Sorry, folks. All right, here's going to be the first clip right now, and this is going to be... Defendant, Dade Murphy, who calls himself 
Zero Cool has repeatedly committed criminal acts of a malicious nature. This defendant possesses a superior intelligence, which he uses to a destructive and antisocial end. His computer virus crashed 1,507 systems, including Wall Street trading systems, single-handedly causing a seven-point drop in the New York stock market. Dave Murphy, I hereby fine your family $45,000 and sentence you to probation, under which you are forbidden to own or operate a computer or touch-tone telephone until the day of your 18th birthday. Okay, no, you're not hearing that at all. You actually weren't even hearing me for a second there. Um, okay, I'm sorry, folks. It looks like after that last clip, I had my mic... Um, Looks like I had my mic on mute after that last clip, and I apologize for that. Give me one sec. I'll back up a little bit. Basically, you guys were just listening to me talking. Now, this whole plot actually uh, resembles a little bit of Superman 3. I don't think you guys heard any of this, and I apologize. Superman 3, uh, in this movie, we uh, in Superman 3, we have Richard Pryor playing a hacker who writes a program to embezzle small amounts of money over time will accrue millions writes a, a virus to cover up what he did and that's really where superman 3 kind of is very similar to this movie so it's a little weird it's a little odd but they definitely do have some similarities to each other um and like i said i'm sorry you guys just had to sit there and listen to me talk and move my hands around and watch my lips move with no sound at all but i don't know why that that was not having sound that uh this should have definitely had some sound and it did have sound um i'll tell you what we can do if you'll give me one second we can take this out of here i don't need to play the scene if i go right here i can just play the actual clip Give me one second. I will play the Hacker's Manifesto when I find it. Okay, here it is right here. We'll play it right off here. This is our world now. The world of the electron and the switch. The beauty of the bond. We exist without nationality, skin color, or religious bias. You wage wars, murder, cheat, lie to us and try to make us believe it's for our own good, yet we're the criminals. Yes, I am a criminal. My crime is that of curiosity. I am a hacker and this is my manifesto. Huh? Right? Manifesto? You may stop me, but you can't stop us all. Oh, that's cool. Cool? Yeah, cool. You think it's cool? It's cool. It's not cool. <laughs> Guy says, it's commie bullshit. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's, that's that's his line. It's commie bullshit. <laughs> so, sorry, folks. I still haven't kicked this cough either. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's keep going here as we're just kind of going through the movie. Now, as I was saying, uh, that manifesto that we were going to play is a real manifesto. Uh, once again, the gentleman's name was Lloyd Blankenship. This was in the 80s when this came out, 1986. It was... Uh, Actually, uh, a gentleman, uh, Lloyd Blankenship's uh, handle on the computer was The Mentor. And this was published in Frack Magazine um, 
1986. So now we've got a character in here. Serial's real name in this movie is Emmanuel Goldstein. Now, Emmanuel Goldstein is actually a character in George Orwell's novel, 1984. Uh, also the pen name of the publisher of 2600, The Hacker Quarterly. Um, and really, it it's also mentioned in this movie. Right in the beginning, when uh, Serial is pulling out all these books uh, for uh, Day to like guess... Uh, what um, you know? What all these books are? He actually pulls. You know, he's mentions 1984 in that scene. So it's not only mentioned, but obviously there's something to that right there. Now the computer sequences in this movie are a little. They're really good, but they weren't just out of computer graphics. Actually, uh, Ian Softley, uh, the director, thought that computer graphics alone can sometimes lend a more flat and sterile image rather than. What they were doing, um, they did more um, conventional methods of motion. Basically, they were small ro uh, models on rotoscopes, which is mainly a lot of the stuff you were seeing. Let me see something here. I got, uh, I got some, I got a couple of things I can kind of pull up on here. Um, I didn't really load up any of those gifts, but I can go ahead and load one up for you guys. Give me a second here. We'll just go ahead and pull one up while we're sitting here because a lot of them that I had on there were kind of like the scenes from as the, you know, it was going through the, the whole thing. So here we go. We'll place this one up here real quick. There it is right there. Oh, it's a still shot. Isn't that interesting? All right. Let's remove it. Let's put up another one. You guys didn't even get to see that, I don't think. So that's just fine with me. Let's try one more. I'm going to try one more here. Here we go. This one's got some motion to it. Put that right there. Transition it over. And you'll see, you know, you can kind of see where he had the, the great things going on there, but probably not the best, you know, way to show you right there. But you can see how he had the good transitions going on there. So anyway, um, we'll keep going. But again, you can just watch this movie and see that for yourself. Uh, but anyway, let's keep rolling on this bad boy right here. We can uh, drop that screen out of there. And anyway, um, so anyway, the pool on the roof prank I had talked about a little while ago. Basically, the roof, well, the pool's on the roof is what they told the new students now. Basically, this was a joke that people used to call the sixth floor pool. Uh, they used to actually do this to kids. Building didn't have a pool on the roof, obviously. But let's go ahead and play the clip of the pool on the roof. Here we go. You have your transfer for us. It's a relatively straightforward question. Do you speak English? Sorry. You wanted... I wanted transfer forms. Thank you. Are you coming? Monsieur, Monsieur the cafeteria, Monsieur the Great. Cool. What's your name? 
Kate. Kate, Olivia. Here's your class. My class? You mean I'm, I'm not in your class? No, you're not in my class. Any time. Hey, you know? Yeah. How about the pool, Kate? Pool? Yeah, there's an Olympic-sized swimming pool up on the roof. Take the stairs over there. Yeah. Sure. Thanks. You have a transfer for us. All right, that was difficult. Hold on, let's fast I love the cut scene where it shows him just murdering the guy like about to murder a woman just grabbing her and choking her I don't know I, I would never do that but I just think it's a good a good shot of the movie um, but have no fear folks Dade gets his revenge and let's go ahead and play that now now I, again folks I'm sorry I'm messing up tonight I'm really not having a great night I uh I think I have a hernia, to be honest with you. I'm having some pain. Uh, <laughs> some pain. So I'm actually in pain now, but um, this is helping me just not think about it. I'd rather talk about movies all night than talk about my pain. So let's talk about Day's Revenge on Kate Libby. on the roof must have a leak. Oh man, this is gonna be good. <laughs> Great revenge right there. For, for, for a hacker, that's some good revenge right there. I always thought that was a pretty cool little clip, little scene in the movie right there. And of course, Freak, all he wanted to see was some he was basically treating it as a wet wet t-shirt contest. So a little bit after this, like I said, Joey goes in and he gets busted. All right? They don't really believe him. 
They don't really believe that Joey got busted. Now, Joey, again, hacked into a, a company called Ellington, which they always talk about something in this thing, in this, uh, they keep talking about something in this movie called the uh, the Gibson. So, you know, it's just kind of a kind of a thing. Now, they're paying homage to the cyberpunk author, William Gibson. Now, William Gibson actually invented the term cyberspace in 1982 for a book called Neuromancer. Um, now, it, it so there. That's all of it, right there. And he also definitely uh, was a big influence on the cyberpunk world. So this is why they're calling it the Gibson baby. And I guess the guy used to do some actual like real hacks and stuff. So anyway, we're uh, we're gonna keep going a little bit through this. Now we're gonna go. And it's like I said, Joey gets busted. They don't believe him because he hacked into this company and he took a garbage file, which garbage you would think it was garbage it's not it's actually the uh it's actually uh fisher stevens the plague and lorraine brocco's uh little scheme to make millions and leave the country well they don't find out about it for a while and at one point joey's goes and he meets up with freak and he has a tail so they end up running he gets away but eventually, they bust everybody, folks. Wake up. Come on. Wake up. Come on. Time for school. Come on. Wake up. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come you get one call. Uno. Okay, now, folks, this is going to be what we talked about earlier. Remember, I talked about the phone freaking. Um, they decided to have the freak phone freak. Yeah. Exactly. Here you go. Understand? Hello, operator services. Hello, operator. I'm having trouble downing a number. What number, please? 555-4202. Just one moment. Thank you. Hello? Hey, it's me. Freak? I'm freaking. Joey wasn't making it up. He really hacked into Ellingson. He gave me the disc with the file he copied, and now I'm in jail. They're charging me with some serious shit. And this stuff I didn't even do, like get this, inserting some virus called Da Vinci. And they keep asking about you guys. You think they're gonna bust us? Yeah. You better figure out what's on that disc, because we're being framed. It's in that place where I put that thing that time. <laughs> Okay, this is another great part that I think only Angelina Jolie probably could have pulled this off. I mean, you talk about a sexy woman. Just, it, it, I mean, look what she does here. She sits there. She goes in the men's bathroom uh, to take out what Joey told her to, or what Freak told her to take out. And she walks in there. All these guys are looking at her. And she just grabs a condom and walks out like, mm, I'm getting me some tonight. Fuck all you guys. <laughs> 
She's a keeper, folks. She's a keeper. <laughs> That's all I can say to that right there. Um, but you, as you can see here now, they all start to see they're all getting busted. Um, but they need to figure out why they're all getting busted. And they do figure out what this worm is. But well, they need to fig they need to figure out what this worm is, and they do that right now. You're gonna see some of those cool things I was trying to show you a little while ago, some of the graphics and all that stuff. I'm sitting here listening to this and I'm going, hmm, I didn't realize all the music was in this. Um, this part's going to get me in trouble. Uh, I'm going to go through it a little fast forward. I think the music is throughout the whole thing, but eventually they figure out what it is. Give me a second. I think right here is where they figure it out. Hold on. Potential transaction A little bit behind here. I just, I forgot the music was in the scene and uh, I apologize. Here we go. It's a worm. What's this one eat? It nibbles. You see all of this? This is every financial transaction Ellingson conducts, yeah? From million dollar deals to the ten bucks that some guy pays for gas. The worm eats a few cents from each transaction. No one's caught it because the money isn't really gone. It's just data being shifted around. And when the worm's ready, it zips out with the money and erases its track. Joey got cut off before he got to that part. Check it out. By this point, it's already running at what? Twice the speed is when it started. Right, and at this rate, it ends its run in... Two days. Oh, judging by this segment alone, man, it's already eaten about... 21.8 million bucks, man. Whoever wrote this needs somebody to take the fall. And that's Freak, and that's Joey, and that's us. We gotta get the rest of the file so we can find out where the money's going before the worm disappears so we can find out who created it. I know, I know who wrote it. What? This Ellingson security creep. I gave him a copy of the disc you gave me. You what? Didn't know what was on it. Oh, man. It's universally stupid, man. Yo, man, you an amateur, man. Alright. So, obviously now they know what's going on. A little bit of what's going on. They, they don't have the whole file because while Joey was copying that file, his mother came in and unplugged his computer. <laughs> so... Now, they want to know why they were on to Dade Murphy. They, they didn't know what they had on him or why they were after him. And this is where he tells them that he was zero cool. Well, another one with no sound. Hold on a minute, folks. Give me one sec here. Let me pull this up. Hit pause. Maybe I forgot to hit this one. Advanced audio. I did. I forgot to hit. Excuse me, folks. Wrong button. This should fix it right now. Why did he come to you? I got a record. I was zero cool. Zero cool? Crashed 1,507 systems in one day? Biggest crash in history. Front page New York Times, August 10th, 1988. I thought you was black, man. Yo, man, this is zero cool! Oh, shit! This far out. This is zero cool, man! Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. There goes MIT. I'll make it up! Yeah? How? I'll hack the Gibson. 
theory, they'll trace you like that, man. The cops are gonna find you, they're gonna find you with a smoking gun. Fucked if I care, man. Look, even if you had the password, it'll take you ten minutes to get in, and you still gotta find the files, man. I mean, the cops will have you in five minutes. Oh, wow, we are fried. Never send a boy to do a woman's job. With me, we can do it in seven. Whiskered. I hope we do it in six. Jesus, I gotta save all your asses. I help. We could do it in five minutes, man. Okay, let's go shopping. <laughs> Boom! Okay, so I think we see what's happening here. They're gonna hack the fucking Gibson. It's what they just said, and it's what they're gonna fucking go do. Um, like I said, it. I love the intensity of some of these scenes. This movie, Matthew Lillard brings the intensity up in a lot of the scenes he's in even the next scene that i'm going to play in just a minute when they're on the subway um i think that's the next scene i'll double check as i'm talking here but uh yeah it's the subway um so but i mean now go through a little more here of uh of kind of a few facts about the movie um first of all the cast of this movie was given a lot of time to hang out together before the movie and basically what they learned to do mostly was rollerblade and studied computers and hacking rollerblading if you watch this movie is a huge part of this movie this movie was basically kind of a glimpse and <coughs> excuse me into when rollerblading was still pretty cool it was actually kind of cool all the characters in the movie rollerblade um it kind of made them, according to the director, it made them almost seem like they were floating in some scenes and hovering. But the plague, he rollers, he skateboards. So obviously, obviously he's evil because he's the skateboard guy. Huh? Think that's how it goes? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they are uh, now down in the subway. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, this is before the subway. Let me do something here. This is before the subway. They actually do actually kind of go shopping right now. And they need some schematics and some other stuff. And here we go. This is the one scene, I think, where she's actually holding a gun. Take advantage of this situation. Erotically, as it were. There we go. gonna get me in youtube jail um so anyway there you go but like i said they're, they're they're doing all this and um they're going through all this stuff and going through and going through but now they finally understand what's going on why it's happening so what they do is they get together and they hack the, the gibson they also get the uh, help of uh razor and blade and basically what razor and blade suggest is they go through and get as many people from as many parts of the world as they can to help out. Go in and, you know, basically just make it Hackers Unite. Hack the planet. 
That is what this movie is about. Hack the planet. So, let's go ahead and watch them. They get down there, and they're hacking the Gibson, baby. There's a new virus in the database. What's happening? It's replicating, eating up memory. Uh, what do I do? Type cookie, you idiot. I'll head him off at the pass. We have a zero bug attacking all login and overlay files. Run antivirus. Give me a systems display. Just want to pause real quick and mention one thing before we get too far. That cookie monster virus that we were just looking at right there, that is actually, it's a real virus. Uh, it's actually based on a real program from that you know, that era, the 80s or the 90s, and it would uh, come up on the screen, demand a cookie. You type cookie, it would go away for a little while, but then it would come back um, and actually come back even stronger. So it was just kind of weird that he mentions <laughs> that they brought this up. And obviously you see you got Pendulette right there. Um, and here we go. 26. Nope, that's 1040. And 1 through 6. Die, dickweeds. <laughs> a rabbit is in the administration system. Send a flu shot. Rabbit, flu shot, someone talk to me. A rabbit uh, replicates till it overloads a file, then it spreads like cancer. Cancer? So we got music coming back, so I can't play much more of this scene. Let's see here. I don't think there's music right here. Grand Central Station, lower level. Don't. I lied. There is. But they do find out where they are. You see the cops on their way to go get them. I'm just going to go ahead and stop this scene right now. And of course they do find them. Um, but they do end up finally calling Blade and Razor and they do go through and they call up people from around the world. Now, one of those people that they call is this gentleman right here in London. Now, those of you who are 80s fans, this is David A. Stewart of the Arithmics. Yep. Sweet dreams are made of that that's right La, Annie Lennox was the singer he was one of the other, one of the other guys basically the backup singer but uh that is David A Stewart of the uh of the Arithmics right there that is one of the guys they call little cameo in the movie thought that was kind of a cool little thing to bring up but um a lot of the stuff they bring up like the hacks and a lot of things are are, are definitely true to this movie now Pendulet's character in this movie is named Hal um, most likely it's a reference to the HAL 9000 computer system from the, uh, the sci-fi movie 2001, A Space Odyssey. Um, and you know, it's just, it, it, they bring a lot of things into this, um, into this movie that are just very true that not a lot of the, you know, it's, it's just the way it, they, they made the movie very well. Again, I'm sorry, folks, I'm kind of flipping around here. Um, so basically, even the one that we're about to see, 
this at the end you're going to see the it goes arf arf gotcha we're about to see this right now when the gibson's about to crash it's a reference to one of the earliest trojan horse programs called uh, i'm just going to spell this e-g-a-b-t-r it's a 1995 program disguised as a graphics utility but it's spread by email and it would wipe out everything on your hard disk the only thing that would come up on your screen is arf arf gotcha and then poof everything was gone um so here you go i believe that's the part we're gonna see i don't know if there's gonna be music if there is there is joey need you to drop your virus go after the worm you're the closest it's root slash period workspace slash period garbage period Roger that. Come on, you son of a bitch. Is that all you got, huh? Come on, let's see what else you can do. You talking to me? Huh? Are you nuts? Come at me. They're in the car. So yeah, they're going to jail. Um, they they <laughs> take them down to the FBI headquarters down there, and now as but they before they do that, they're bringing them out of the station. Now remember that Polaroid that I showed you of uh, Matthew Lillard with the New York uh, hat pulled down and the dark glasses on. They don't really say where he got it, but here's a little clip of them. They're dragging all them out of the uh, station, and here we go. Uh, yes. <laughs> Trashing! 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 Hey, everybody up. Hike the planet! 
and get in the car. Hack the bridge! Hack the bridge! He was all incognito for that. Hello. We caught him. Red-handed. You won't be having any more trouble from them. So they thought they caught him. And they did catch him. They did catch him red-handed, except Serial got that got that disc, and they got the rest of that file on there, so they can pretty much expose every little thing that is going on throughout the whole thing, throughout why it was done, why it was blamed on them, and it does get explained right here in this clip. Well, I'm afraid not. Hackers are a grave threat to the national security. This incident just proves... Without a doubt, that we need increased funding what? to stop Hold this. on, I'm getting Hola, boys and girls. It is I, the serial that killer, that making off. my first coast-to-coast, hey, -coast hey. worldwide, <laughs> global television appearance. Yes, that's right. I'm here to tell you about this heinous scheme hatched from with an Ellington mineral. But for what, you ask? World domination? Nay. Something far more attacking. A virus called Da Vinci that when launched would cause Ellington mineral tankers to capsize was to be blamed on innocent hackers. But this virus was really the smokescreen, right? What could be so vitally important to protect that someone would create such a, a nasty, antisocial, very uncool virus program? But why? Could it be to cover the tracks of this worm program? A worm that was to steal 25 million bucks. The password to this hungry little sucker belongs to Margot, head of public oh relations at Ellingson Mineral, and Eugene Belford, computer security officer. Son of oh a my. bitch! <laughs> What's this? Is this the unnamed account in the Bahamas where the money was to be stashed? I think so. Unlucky! Yo, kind of feel like God. This movie, sorry I locked up, folks. I muted when I locked up. Anyway, he's uh, the name he's using on the uh, plane that he's going on is Charlie Babbage. Charlie Babbage is the inventor of one of the earliest forms of computer. That was twice I left my mic on mute, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry what's going on tonight. I'm going to have to do some editing. Um, but uh, anyway... So basically, uh, th this movie is, has so many homages and just, uh, or, you know, paying homage to a lot of different people and a lot of different things. And it's got a lot of little, uh, little nuances that are just true, that stay true to the hacker, kind of hacker code. And that's kind of why this movie is, was basically ahead of its time, number one, but why this movie is just a cult classic for, the real hackers out there. A lot of hackers will tell you this is the best hacker movie you'll ever see. Um, and, you know, it's it, it's that old of a movie. But uh, here's Eugene on the plane. Here you are, Mr. Babbage. Flight time to Tokyo should be about 14 hours today. Can I get you anything else? No, just a pillow, please. Thank you. You're welcome. What's going on? Let go of me! Stewardess! 
I'll never fly this airline again. He'll never fly this airline again. That's pretty bad. All right. So now one thing I kind of forgot to mention is throughout this movie, Dade and Kate Libby did not like each other. They made a little bet. If Dade won, she was going to have to go out with him on a date. If she won, Dade was going to be her slave, not that kind of slave. Um, so obviously after everything that happened, they got a little more romantic during it and uh, ended up really liking each other. Obviously more than we know because they uh, ended up being married six months after the movie. So anyway, last scene right here, folks, and we're pretty much going to wrap up right here. I don't think I have anything else. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap up. You look good in a dress. You would have looked better. Want to go for a swim? I can't believe they decided you won. They didn't. Guys felt it was the only way I'd get a date. Anyway, you're pretty good. You're elite. Yeah? You know, if you would have said so in the beginning, you would have saved yourself a whole lot of trouble. say crash and burn obviously he was crash override she was acid burn um so it was pretty cool just a little thing but i folks i mean last thing couple last little things i'll say about this movie right here um it definitely is one of the like i said to me this is one of the greater movies of the i mean the 90s the mid 90s i don't even know what you would want to call it but i mean it definitely was the mid 90s it was 95 but hackers uh, and j just an excellent movie to watch, sit down. It's not that long of a movie. It flies by because it's such a, 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 a just a fast-paced movie. Not many lulls in the movie, not many slow spots in the movie. It really is just one of those movies that you can sit back and uh, just watch. You don't have to really get involved in it. You don't have to sit there. It's not one of those mind-melting you know, mind -melting movies. You can just sit back. You can watch this movie. And it's a really cool movie. It's got a lot of cool hacks in it. Um, I mean, they do so many things in this movie. They 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 make a guy dead. They hack his credit cards. They 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 hack a lot of things. They hack the stoplights. They hack a lot of things in this movie. And it's just a lot of cool things going on. But um, I really don't have much left, or I, don't, I have nothing left actually. I um, pretty much did everything I wanted to do. Played everything I wanted to play. Uh, Thank you all for joining me. I'm noticing the uh, views are going up a little bit, and I really appreciate that. I know this channel never had a YouTube, and I'm not used to doing this, but Mixler isn't working. Um, 
my old program that I broadcast from isn't working anymore. So I really had no choice. It was either do this or stay with audio. I like doing the audio. I'm actually not, don't really like doing the video. I'm not very keen on sitting here looking at myself. And I'm sure some of you don't really want to look at me anyway. But um, I, I, I do like doing this. I like that I can share the movie with you. I like that I can share scenes. I like that I can share a lot more on YouTube, those on audio. I'm trying to give you kind of paint a picture for you guys as best as I can um, to kind of play the scenes out more. What's, you know, what needs to be visual. I'm trying to talk about it. Sorry that I left the, uh, the, my mic volume down twice tonight. I won't do that again. <laughs> I need to get a, I need to get like a mute button or something. Um, I'll figure that out later, but uh, that's nothing for you guys to worry about. But uh Check out Hackers, y'all. 1995 movie. Great movie. Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen the scenes. And Angelina Jolie is gorgeous in this movie. So you could even just watch it for that if you want to. But um, just an, uh, an all-around great movie. Uh, the characters are great. I think the, the, the choice of cast really made the movie great the fact that they you know it, it even like, like i had brought up before the fact that they let them hang out for like three weeks they hung out together they learned to rollerblade together they were basically uh, became friends over three weeks um and it showed during the movie um so definitely is a cool movie so i want y'all to check it out and i want y'all to check out hollywood hangout i've got i may Still stick to doing rounders next week. I also might also focus on an actor instead. And I'm thinking I may. I want to talk about uh, Al Zhang. Um, you folks will know him when I pull him up uh, next week. I I'm pretty sure I'm actually going to focus on an actor next week. I kind of have something going on throughout the week with popcorn sales with the kids so I need to kind of not it's going to be hard for me to do a lot of prep for a movie but I can definitely prep for Al Jong and I you will definitely know who this guy is he has been in so many movies over the night over the 80s the 90s the 2000s um if you remember the guy who tortured Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon that's Al Jong, and you will definitely know who he is from Die Hard. He takes the candy bar, all kinds of movies. That uh, This guy has been an extra in so many movies. I definitely want to focus on this guy. Um, so I'm more than likely going to do that. If not, if I do end up having more time, I will, I'm definitely talking rounders. So rounders will either be next week or the week after. Al Jong will either be next week or the week after. So one of the two is definitely going to be next week. Um, and on that note, Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you guys uh, watching. I appreciate everybody stopping by. Definitely like the video if you like it. Um, if you want to dislike it, you can dislike it. I understand. If you have any comments, tell me how to get better. Tell me to stop talking with my hands. Whatever you want me to do. Um, please let me know down in the comments section. Like this. Subscribe to this. And uh, that's it, folks. Thank you very much. See you next time.